Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you again for showing up and walking on this journey with me, this journey towards healing and restoration and just embracing the fact that you don't have to release your grief in order to live your life. Today's episode is based on a couple of comments that I have gotten from some people And ordinarily, I would just blow them off, but I thought that it was worth talking about how we need to stop comparing our griefs. We need to stop comparing our life choices and our life circumstances, especially things that we have no control over or the things that have happened to us. And so today's episode, that's what I talk about is stop comparing grief and why I define it or talk about it the way I do. But before we jump into today's episode, I want to share with you that a Journey Restored membership is open now. This, you'll want to get in early. You'll want to get in so you can start to take these small intentional choices and start the healing journey that you don't have to do it alone. You, it's not a, you don't have to be super serious in order to do it. We, we're going to have a lot of fun in this uh, membership community, but it will allow me to interact with you on a deeper level and get to know you a little bit more and, and tailor some of the things that I work with towards your needs. So check the show notes and you can click on the, the button below or the, the link below, I should say. But also remember, through the month of February, and February only, on March 1st, the coupon goes away. If you do Early Bird Feb, all caps, all one word, you'll actually get a, a discount on your membership for the life of the membership. So that's pretty exciting. And well, I hope to see you in there. If you have any questions about it, like reach out to me. Let's talk about it and, and see what the possibilities are. Well, with that, let's dive in. Hi, friend. I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm the host. And today I want to dive into, well, I've gotten a lot of DMs and criticism about the fact that I don't differentiate between different griefs that I don't that when I talk about grief I talk about it as an experience and and I don't say this is particularly 
loss and this is divorce and this is loss of a dream or loss of identity. And I just wanted to touch on why. I just wanted to share in general my thoughts on grief and why I have chosen to go more broken spirited and not stick solely with grief as in loss of a spouse. Now, first, let's talk about the fact that grief is a natural part of life. And when you lose someone, it really does affect your whole life. But have you ever lost something that you wanted or something you thought you wanted or a a vision you had for yourself? Have you ever had a something you've worked toward for a long time ripped away from you? That's a grief as well. And there's so much comparison in the world. There are so many things that we compare ourselves to. There's so many things that we we estimate, okay, this is harder than that, or this is easier than that, or this is whatever. And no, the loss of a spouse and a divorce are not the same, but it's still trauma. It's still grief. Loss of a child and loss of a dream are nowhere near the same. However, let's not focus on comparing is my loss greater than yours, but let's really focus on the experience and how it affects us. And then get out of the victim mentality of this was done to us or that we're stuck in the cycle, the story, the cycle of grief, and we can't get beyond it. Because sometimes, for whatever reason, someone is able to move through losing a spouse faster than someone else who is trying to move through loss of an identity or loss of a dream, loss of a job. The other reason why I wanted, I talk about it in a a sum instead of comparing or giving special attention or priority to the loss is because when you lose a spouse or a child, you're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to be verbal about it. You're allowed to write on Facebook about it. You're allowed to express that you're hurting. Now, there are the unwritten rules that need to be broken. The you have three months to that you should be wearing all black, that you need to not smile, that you need to, you know, all those things that people expect you to do when you're in early grief. And then at the six month mark, you are, you know, the three to six month, you're allowed to grieve a little bit less public though. You're allowed to um, still have those feelings, but keep it to your immediate friends and your family's tired of hearing about it for the most part. And then the six months to a year, it's like even, well, you can grieve to the other grievers. There, you know, there's unwritten rules and I'm not saying that everyone I came across 
put me in that box. But there's, there's rules, these ridiculous expectations, which you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, that I talk about these unrealistic expectations that we put on ourselves. But we're allowed to grieve when you lose someone, when you lose a child. People expect you to, to have an outward expression. But what about those who are getting a divorce? What if it was their choice? Or gasp, what if it was their fault? Why aren't they allowed to grieve? Why is that grief not allowed to be spoken? It's still a trauma. It's a loss. It still, it affects every facet of their life. Even if, quote unquote, it's their fault, their choice, their decision. Well, they saw it coming. Why do we not allow them to grieve that in the same way that we do a death? It is the death of a relationship. It's a death of a part of you because marriage when, it, when a marriage breaks, your heart breaks with it. You're bonded together. And so the point that I want to add and the freedom and the permission that I want to share is that you have permission to grieve whatever you loss. Whatever your loss is, whatever you lose, you have permission to grieve it because it mattered to you. Loss of identity. So many times I've talked to women who wanted a baby, prayed for a baby, and got excited and had a baby. And then something happens and they have postpartum depression. And then something happens and they realize that they've lost part of themselves or they're grieving who they used to be. And now they have put on this new responsibility, the weight of the new responsibility on their shoulders. And they have to suffer in silence. They can't talk about that loss because then it will, well, what will people think if they say that it's just harder to be a mom or I miss the freedom I had without kids? What would that look like? How would that be? What would people think? But here again, when we suffer in silence, that depression grows. Those feelings become invalid, even though they're very valid. I have a friend who um, hopefully she'll be on this podcast really soon. Um, She got married late last year, 39, and got married and It was an amazing story. I have been friends with her for years and she shared with me that she was grieving who she was when she was single and she did not expect it. She loves being married. She prayed for years for marriage. And even though marriage is something beautiful and something to be celebrated, it is okay if you still have a loss that you are experiencing. In fact, When you embrace it, when you recognize it, when you share it and identify it, 
there's power in that. There's power in grief. And I hope you listened to my previous podcast about the gifts of grief. And I only started to touch on the good things that can come out of grief. But the reason why I don't compare griefs is you don't know from looking at someone how it affects them, how what they've been through compounded over time changed their life or how their what their emotions are surrounding whatever it may be. So why is it that we offer some people permission to grieve properly and to grieve publicly, but we shun others? When, if you really think about grief, we all experience it daily. We all experience loss. We all go through things that are really tough And when we have permission to talk about it, the good and the bad, the the beautiful part of it and the ugly, raw, messy part that feels shameful, it doesn't matter whether it's our fault and we caused it or it's a decision we made or it was something that that happened to us that we had no responsibility in at all. What I think as a nation we need to do is we need to come together and experience what it is to just sit with others and not compare and not think in our head while someone's sharing something that's vulnerable to them. Oh, well, so-and-so had it worse. You don't know what they've been through that led up to this moment. And many times you don't even know if that's really the traumatic part or if that's something that they can't share yet. You don't know the full gravity of what people are experiencing. So that's why I share that grief doesn't just look like a loss and a death. That we need to stop comparing grief or happiness or anything We need to stop comparing because because connection and validation and acceptance and love, compassion, empathy, friendship. These are things that are needed when you're grieving, when you're going through these hard things in your life that you need somebody to just say, hey, it's okay. We don't need people to say, oh, sweetie, I know you just lost your job and it's okay because you can just find another one. It's going to be fine, but you know, why don't you not talk about it? Why don't you just kind of stay home and um, take 30 minutes, an hour or so just to, to pull yourself together? Could you imagine saying that to someone who's just lost their husband? And though that loss of a job may not be the same depth of losing a spouse or a child, we don't know the emotions that they've attached to that job. We don't know if that's the job that has got them through the thick and thin of a divorce or of a loss, or we don't know their story. So stop comparing. And to all of you guys who question 
my lumping them together, it is not to make your loss less significant. I don't put my loss any greater than anyone else's. But what I do is I understand my loss. I, I study it. I realize my needs in it and how it affected me. That way, when I run across somebody else who is grieving, I can give them the compassion. And that's all that I want is compassion. I don't want someone to tell me, oh, you know what? I I get that you've lost your husband, but so-and-so down the street, oh, she's dealing with cancer and, you know, she's got four kids of her own. That happened to me. That happened, and I know it came from a from a place of trying to, well, it came from a well-meaning place. But here I am, less than three months after losing my husband, and I have a friend who, who shared, well, so-and-so, you know, she just got diagnosed with cancer. She's been fighting it for a while, and she didn't even realize she's got three young kids. And so, you know, you're doing okay. Like you may have just lost your husband, but at least you, you weren't sick. And in my head, in my head, I felt guilty for being sad for myself. Feeling upset that, yeah, I did just lose my husband, but wow, they do have it really difficult. Maybe I shouldn't be so needy. Maybe I should go and just take care of things myself and not share. But if I didn't share, I wouldn't be able to heal. If I wasn't able to express my emotions I had and get support, if I wasn't able to ask for support, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I just want to offer that to others. No matter what your grief and loss is, no matter what's what's hurting you, whatever you're grieving, it's valid and it matters. It's significant to you. And so that's, so give other people that privilege of having their loss significant to them as well. All right, well, I'm going to get off my soapbox with that one and just say that one of the things that really help when we share our loss and the grief that we're experiencing is it helps others understand their own. It gives them the permission and the freedom. And so instead of hiding your loss, why don't you share it? Why don't you go into our Facebook page and talk about what your grief looks like for you? You don't have to spill all of the details, but just what areas Did your grief, did your loss of identity, did your loss of a spouse or a child, loss of a dream, loss of anything, go in there and let's support each other and let's talk about how our losses are all significant. Let's not compare, let's not contrast, let's just support each other. So go in there, go to at Tammy Marie Coaching. You can either do it in Facebook, you can do it in Instagram, If you do it on Facebook, if you want to do a short video, um, if you've joined our private Facebook group, if it's something a little bit more 
sensitive that you want to share, join our private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes and come and be part of a like-minded community who supports you in your grief, no matter what it is, supports you in your broken spirit, no matter what, because we all need to be restored and community and support and acceptance and significance and love is the way to do that. All right. Well, I hope to see you in there and until next week. Bye for now. Hey, before you go, I have a favor to ask if you can go on to Apple podcasts and if you are enjoying this podcast at all, please give me a rate and review and also share it with your friends. Uh, This, these reviews mean so much to me and I would just, I would just really appreciate it. So go on Apple and it takes two minutes, leave a rating and and a written review and then share it with a friend who could use the encouragement. Bye.